Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> Guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> hey, fuckers. Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the anti-slut-shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. And Welcome. Uh, so we're going to talk about the news today. Do you want to go first with your news item? Oh, I was going to read. The, uh, I have a news item in my email part. Oh, Can you read the emails. Oh, OK, gotcha. No problem. Um, so the one I want to do is uh, it's from the Independent uh, UK and the title is Vogue. Arabia sparks anger with cover featuring Saudi princess uh, while women activists remain in jail. So basically it's, uh, you know, how Vogue has issues, different issues in every country. And they put, mm-hmm. you know, some hot babe from their culture on the cover. Of course. And everyone's just like, oh, my God, diversity. But it's just not because it's just hot people. Yeah. Um, hot people and diver- diversity. So it's the June issue of Vogue Arabia, which I didn't even actually know existed. Neither um, did I. But I, I love that it does. Mm-hmm. And it says a celebration of the trailblazing women of Saudi Arabia. And it's the Saudi princess. Um uh, I'm not even trying to pronounce her name because it's going to be disrespectful. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, as, as at a certain point, this lovely, beautiful woman is a princess. Yeah. And she's so hot and she's sitting in a in a convertible car Ugh, yeah. because and I had no idea because it's not really being publicized a ton. But drive. apparently finally on June 24th, well, I knew they couldn't drive, but finally on June 24th, the long uh, ban on women driving is supposed to be lifted. Finally. Oh, yeah. They're going to let us drive in Saudi Arabia. Gee, Mr. Thanks for letting me take the wheel. Yeah. So it's like that's a huge deal. And that's so exciting. And everyone should know about that. However, a lot of people are complaining because uh, recently dozens of women's rights activists have been arrested. Basically, Mm. um, you know, because they were, you know, uh, they were like, hey, we want to drive. And then everyone was like, no, fuck you, bitch. That's going against our religion. We're going to put you in jail. Stop being a whore. Yeah. Because, I mean, the, the charges that that they had were encroaching. Uh, on religious and national constants which the constant was women not driving <laughs> the constant is let's keep women down yeah the, the constant was you're fucked if you have a vagina um and so a lot of people are complaining because basically like just the way in america like politicians don't do a lot of stuff uh the royalty and princesses of saudi arabia have been doing jack shit yeah even though they're women to help women go ahead so the fact that this woman's like now this princess is now put up on this pedestal in a car like she was part of it and she's not in just i I don't know the answer to this question i'm asking but like did she try and they were like wait is no. there someone talking in the room? In the is, article, did someone it, try and talk to me right now? And it was a woman, so they didn't even hear it. I mean, this is the quote: "Is it says these Saudi princesses have never done anything for women's rights in their country. Oh. Now they are cover girls portraying strong women and talking about the right to drive. And real activists are being questioned and jailed. Which you know, I can't confirm that, uh, but because I wasn't there, uh, but it does seem, yeah, that seems That's odd, right? And also, this is a UK." Uh, publication so I trust it more than an American one that's why I went I was like let me outsource my uh, materials yeah I think you should so I just thought that was interesting but yay June 24th get in a car I hope there's not a lot of accidents that day because that's really going to set us back don't be the Amelia Earhart of drivers ladies but I was gonna say I was like god help any woman who like clips a man's bumper (laughs) because there's a beheading coming oh no I mean honestly yeah you know some shit's gonna go down and then he's gonna be like this is why women shouldn't drive. Right. I'm like, you know what, motherfucker? If you would have let me learn when I was 16, yeah. I would have been good at this, okay? 
Maybe my hand-eye coordination didn't develop like yours because you were always able to drive. Can't, you can't teach an old Saudi woman new tricks. <sighs> Ain't that the damn truth. <laughs> hey, we got some words from our sponsors who are the reason uh, we are able to exist. So uh, thank you, sponsors. I like that I just put my phone down like I didn't have anything else to do after I talked about the princess <laughs> in the car. I was like, I'm no, done. I uh, pretty much covered it. So you're welcome, everybody. <laughs> Talk to you next week. Uh, thank you so much to one of today's sponsors, Talkspace. Hey. Uh, today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. Can't imagine fitting another appointment into your life? Uh, I can't. Uh, well, with Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message no commutes no leaving the office and no judgments from people who are like "Mm, that bitch looks like she's going to therapy what a cunt i smell that stank on her Uh, is that insecurity (laughs) oh no to match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy go to talkspace.com slash gwf and use the code gwf to get 45 dollars off your first month and show your support for this show which is guys we fucked again that's gwf and talkspace.com slash GWF. Uh. Uh, come see us live uh, or here are other places that you can hear more of us if we're not coming to your city so that you don't put a crying face emoji. Your first option is the Two Less Lonely Girls podcast. It's an unironic podcast about Justin Bieber, ho- uh, co-hosted by myself and Rosebud Baker, who's been on the show. Uh, it's Guys, this is this podcast is getting hot, okay? So first, Patty Millette, Justin Bieber's mom, messages about the show. Then Carl Lentz listened to and quoted back segments of the podcast to me on Twitter DM. And that's his priest or something? Yes, he is the uh, uh, pastor at Hillsong, and he is also a daddy. <gasps> God, he's he hot. Is he a daddy? He's a literal daddy, but he's also like a daddy. Does he have a wife? Mm-hmm. Oh, good uh, for her. The whole thing Hopefully is- Hopefully it's going great. It's real hot. Uh, and then if you want to listen to some dick and fart shit, you could download uh, Maybe It's You. It's a comedy album of songs and sketches that Joseph Bessie and I created years ago. Uh, and now it's on iTunes for you. And then the third option, if you want to hear more of us, is we have bonus episodes of Guys We Fuck that we record twice a month, and uh, I talk like no one's listening on those. You think I do that here? <laughs> I reveal a very a lot of stuff. We uh, we get drunk sometimes. I get high sometimes, uh, and it's very fun. So uh, if you go to stitcherpremium.com slash GWF, I forget how much it is, but it's not that much. And then you get more of us. It's like five bucks. And, pl- and we also read a ton of the emails that maybe you've seen subject lines yeah. of. And you're like, oh, my God, I would love to know the advice they gave to that person. And we also bring back uh, guests that you've loved on the original podcast to learn a little bit more about them in these bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. OK, now for in person, the Bridget Bishop tour. Uh, Seattle, Washington slash Bellevue, uh, July 12th through 14th. We're going to be at Parlor Live again. Awesome venue. Buy your tickets. Irvine, California, which is a mere 47 minutes from L.A. And yes, I know a lot of you are yelling at me right now because sometimes it's three hours because of traffic. But you got to write your city council or something because your traffic's (laughs) fucked up. We're going to be at the Irvine Improv July 19th through the 22nd. That is we are not doing any L.A. dates. We are going to be at Irvine. We have a shitload of shows. Yeah. So make the trip. 
it's a beautiful drive and oh i guess you have great content to listen to on your way to keep you company and have a little lol for all of our other tour dates just go to sorry about last night comedy.com slash tours we're also going to atlanta we're going to dallas texas uh aka addison uh and a bunch of other places philadelphia dc philly oh my god philly and dc i'm so fucking excited but for real irvine we're not adding the la dates later this year we're not we doing are not early next year so like no, no offense it's just not we're not doing it, right so. we just they're not on the calendar it's not how it worked out and we have a really full calendar so like those are the dates the venue is huge and so we would really appreciate if you bought tickets to that one yeah um all right and also you can follow us on social media that that's where all the up-to-date information on our tour on any projects we're working on on shows we do is at it's at sry about last nyt on twitter sorry about last night on instagram i'm philanthropy gal on all social media and then i'm christina hutch on all the things Perfect. So follow us We do a lot of local shows In New York City And we tweet about them Pretty last minute So you know That's where <laughs> you can get shit And then uh, For our big NYC shows uh, For me The penultimate That's right Second to last If you wanted to look that up And couldn't get to a dictionary fast Whoa. enough The penultimate Nacho bitches That's a word I never heard before. Is Oh really It's one of my favorite words It's wow. Friday June 29th At 11.30pm uh, At New York Comedy Club Tickets are $12 With code Nacho I'll be co-hosting with Justin Justin Perez we have an awesome lineup again this is the second to last chance you'll ever have in your entire life to see this show I am ending it uh and so there come it's gonna be really fun uh, for a second I thought you were gonna say you're co-hosting it with Justin Bieber I'm like that's a great get <laughs> <laughs> it's imagine if it was $12 and you were that chill about it I'm like Corinne, me and Justin Bieber. how are you not amping this up more that's insane I also wouldn't trust him to co-host a show with me honestly he'd be like hey yeah You guys are here I feel oh, like you wow. wouldn't You put guys in are all his... looking at me Like you want me to say something <laughs> Yeah uh, And then the next day If you haven't had enough Of Sorry About Last Night Fucking get ready Because Glamour Puss Is Saturday June 30th At 7pm Co-hosted by myself And Wendy Starling At Sync Bar We have an insane lineup A lot of previous guys We fuck guests A lot of surprise people Dropping in And a lot of wigs and whiskey And uh, you know You can drink up And then the next day if you shit your pants because you were so drunk, that's okay because you can rely on my friend and yours, me undies. Okay. Oh, you've definitely heard us talk about me undies, the fun, comfy undies that feel as good as they look. I shouldn't read that sarcastically. It's true. Uh, to those of you who haven't tried them on yet, listen up. No more crowded stores. MeUndies sends incredible underwear made with sustainably sourced material from beechwood trees right to your door. Once you put on a pair, you'll fucking get it, okay? I love MeUndies. I'm wearing them right now, and I wear them every day because they send me a lot of pairs, and then I realized I didn't have to shop for underwear anymore, and I stopped. So all, I only wear MeUndies, and uh, it's great. It makes my ass look great, and it's like a fun pattern and it's like you know what I like to have fun in my life and do things that are fun sometimes just for me and if I'm the only one seeing my underwear that's like a nice little inside thing I have with me me undies is so sure you'll love your first pair that it, uh, if you're not happy they'll do whatever they can to get you the right pair <laughs> wink wink take that for what you will and if they can't Keep them and they'll refund you. It's risk-free to try the best underwear that has ever been created in the entire world. And if you're still not sure, well, MeUndies has a deal for our listeners. First-time purchasers get 15% off their first pair of MeUndies and free shipping. That's 15% off plus free shipping and a guarantee that you and your MeUndies will be very happy together. Aw. Just go to MeUndies.com slash GWF and treat yourself. 
And while you're sitting around in your underwear, uh. what a perfect time to whip out your Ben and Jerry's. Oh, hey. That's right. Looks like someone bought another egg because they got a lot of business because <sighs> we love them. Dude, this is so, this made me so happy. Oh, my God. This is the one of the, the highlights of my career, and that's not sarcasm. <laughs> when I saw this first time, this ad copy, I was like, Corinne, get ready to die of happiness. My cause... mom texted me about it. <gasps> I was like, Mom, we've done a TED Talk. <laughs> um <laughs> Support. Oh, you did? Oh, shit. I didn't see that. Support for today's show comes from Ben and Jerry's. I love both of them. As a brand, Ben and Jerry's is known for creating quirky and unique flavor combinations, complete with delicious chunks and swirls throughout. Uh. It is an indulgent experience, and it is meant to be. But now... <laughs> With the new Mooforia flavors, Ooh. digging into a bowl of... Who even gets a bowl out? I mean, come on. Oh, I have never put Ben I've and Jerry's never, in a bowl in my fucking life. What am I, a monster? I didn't even know that was allowed. Ugh. Digging into the carton of your favorite treat is even sweeter. <laughs> exactly. Because at 140 to 160 calories per serving and less fat than regular ice cream, Mooforia is the lightest way to enjoy all the euphoria of Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> Clever pun, Corinne. It tastes, I mean, I didn't write that. Oh. Uh, it tastes so much better than other healthier or better for you frozen desserts. <laughs> and those were in quotes, like real sarcastic. Yeah, like real cunty. Like, nah, please. Uh, and then they come in three amazing flavors, including chocolate milk and cookies which is made up of chocolate and vanilla swirls with chocolate chip cookies Uh, the second one is caramel cookie fix I mean that sounds like you have a drug addiction but which (laughs) I need my fix I need my cookie fix Uh, which features vanilla and salted caramel swirls with shortbread cookies ooh I like that one Jesus Christ and PB dough complete with gobs gobs of chocolate chip oh, peanut butter. Jesus. Give them a try, guys. I don't have to sell you on Ben and Jerry's. If you're not into them, that you have something wrong with I, you. I have a lot of and questions. And you need to call a talk space therapist. Uh, so, in your man. <laughs> so go to store.benjerry.com. They really, they shouldn't need, they need to update the website. But, and again, it's store.benjerry.com to have new Mooforia light ice cream delivered to you because you're already saving yourself calories. So you don't need to get up and burn anymore. Email Ben and Jerry at AOL.net. <laughs> I know. And they'll mail you a coupon. Benjerry.org. Okay. No, just kidding. It's Ben. Oh, my God. It's no. storebenjerry.com. Hey, and then after you've done all of those things, you got to plug up your pussy. Lola. Lola cares about the ingredients in our food and beauty products. Why shouldn't the same be true? Oh, wait. No, we care about that. Oh, fuck. Oh, you got me, kids. <laughs> I'm just trying to make this fun. And, you know, our sponsors are the reason why I just got a TV hung up. So I love you and appreciate you, Lola. We need and you like know a what? reading rainbow sponsor. <laughs> Hooked on phonics. Work for me. That's a Brian Regan joke. That is not mine. You should check him out. He's the funniest comic in the world. I mean, I don't think he invented saying hooked on phonics worked That's for me. true because the kid said that, but he said it like that. Hey, let's do a redo. Okay, sure. Lola. Hey, Corinne and I, Corinne and I care about the ingredients in our food and our beauty products, okay? I mean, that's true. It sounded sarcastic. No, we really do. We really, we buy makeup that's Mm -hmm. cruelty-free. I used to not, but now I do. Why shouldn't the same be true for our feminine sexual health care products? That's a great question, Lola, because we're putting it up our parts, Mm -hmm. putting it in all our holes. Not all of them, but some of them, and we really need to be mindful. Uh, Lola uh, uses uh, organic cotton in Lola's line of period products, hooked on phonics, work for me. Uh, are they're 100% natural and 100% easy to use, <laughs> and they feel 
wait what is 100%, this written weird no it's 100% natural and 100% easy to feel good about which that's I don't know that's an oddly if, constructed sentence I am mean, I right I would just say that's not a real statistic that you can put an ad I know because it, how do you fact check that <laughs> they ask one person and who works hey does oh. a tampon feel good yeah I'm good with it all right to make your month easier Corinne yeah. I'm going to tell you something. Lola is offering fully customized period product subscription that lets you choose your ideal mix of products, absorbency, and frequency of delivery. God I damn. love this because I just want all regulars. Oh, see, I need light, and then I need heavy, heavy, and then I need medium, and then I need light. I just like regular because, number one, I don't trust a light. I don't want – I'm not leaving the house – I just can't leave the house with anything below a regular. For just I don't want blood anywhere. Right. Have you had – a pro, uh, uh, you know, no, incident. No, but you haven't. I, no, because I've been so psychotic about it for my whole life. <sighs> Jesus, well, stop bragging. <laughs> Choose from organic <laughs> cotton tampons, pads, liners, or add a box of each. It's super flexible, like these panty liners. You can change, skip, or cancel at any time. If you skip it, we're assuming you're pregnant. And now Lola even offers sex products, including condoms, cleansing wipes, which I've used. Oh, I right love before those wipes. I fuck somebody and. <sighs> They're clutch. Oh, I just use them after I get off an airplane. Oh. (laughs) I want my pussy to feel good for me. Uh, And a personal lubricant that are all gynecologist approved. (laughs) I said it right. Gynecologist. I was going to say gynecologist, but I didn't, okay? Fuck you. And specifically formulated to help maintain vaginal pH. Available for one-off purchase or to add to your period subscription. Uh, Plus, for every purchase made, Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. I just punched my computer because that is so important because homeless women and women who are incarcerated do not have access to sanitary products. And this is fucking insane. Um, I have to share a personal experience with Lola now. Oh, yeah. Even being homeless sucks more if you're a woman. Oh, yeah. I mean, everything sucks more if you're a woman. Um, is the hot guy calling you? No. Oh. <laughs> um, I like Lola tampons. I Corinne educated me on the fact that uh, the other brands have a lot of synthetic shit. And then I did my research and I'm like, oh, oops. And uh, they're, yeah, you're getting micro tears in your pussy. <sighs> and now my pussy is. Oh, wow. My pussy is. Oh, wow. It is. It's wow. <laughs> You know? It's wow. Um, I love I love that you can because I always like run out of tampons and pads at the worst time. Always. So this is a really good idea. Yeah. We're, it's really just encouraging you to not you don't have to go outside. It's real hot out uh, for 40 percent off your order, guys. 40 percent. That's a lot of percent. Visit my Lola M-Y-L-O-L-A dot com. Enter GWF 40 to get started. That's my dot com. Enter GWF 40 for 40 percent off. You just sold me on this. I'm going to do this when I get. Wow. Home. I'll actually. Um, you don't have a personal thing because my personal thing has to do with periods. We could do it now. Oh, okay. Let's talk about it. I've just noticed this. Okay, four women in my life that I'm close with, mm-hmm. four, okay, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. have all said to me within the past month mm-hmm. that the guys they're fucking. Mm-hmm. Remember when I the breakup episode where I was saying that stupid like, and then if I if I fucking somebody new and I get my period, what do I say? And you're like, just fucking tell me every period. Yes. So, okay, so, and then I'm like, well, yeah, duh. And then I say, I pass that advice along. Yeah. If, when my girlfriends ask me. Yeah. And four of them, the guy, the guy, different guy, mm-hmm. obviously, wouldn't fuck them. Yeah, then that's when you stop fucking that. Per- I mean, unless, you sh- unless it's I'm very, sorry. unless it's very casual, a, a very casual person, I wouldn't want to have sex with them, but uh, on my period, but. These situations, it's, it's a, like a fuck buddy or you're dating, kind of getting to know you, but it's not like a, it's not a one night stand. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how, how can men, I understand the notion of like blood on your, honestly, if it was a one night stand, that is the only scenario where I truly wouldn't be irritated at a guy. If a guy refused to fuck me that I was consistently fucking when I'm on my period, I would 
I, this is harsh, but I would get, that would turn me off so bad. Yeah, of I would stop fucking him. Not because I'm like, because men deserve to be punished. No, 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 no. Because quite the opposite would be true if the guy was into it. Because if I'm like, if I tell a guy, hey, uh, so today I'm on my period. Is that, is that okay? You know, just, I just want to throw it out there. And if the guy was like, I don't give a fuck, I would squirt in my pants i mean mm-hmm. not blood but you know the others the good stuff yeah no that's the um, story that's the so story hot. of the old the, the, the older guy or the oldest guy i've ever had sex with who's now 47 he the first time uh i got my period while we were sleeping together i like I, we, you and i actually were doing a show together and he like came to see it and you know then he was getting all touchy and i was like just a heads up i have my period and yeah. he was like and then he was like a little bit of blood's not gonna bother me and i was like that's the sign my vagina makes it's like it's like an erection but it's slower yeah yeah i i cannot for the life of me in my head and this is what i was just having a conversation with a friend who had told me this i'm like i this guy guys shouldn't be fucking women if they're afraid of that and also one in one of the instances this one guy has been kind of pressuring but in a way that wasn't like it wasn't a me too kind of pressure it was just like a hey we should do anal hey we should do anal hey you want to do anal i'm like you're gonna stick it up her booty hole yeah her poop hole you stick it up her poop hole where an accident is likely you know just a little little smear smear and you are so you're you you can't stick it in when there's a little blood. Mm-hmm. Put down a goddamn towel. I know we're not supposed to say be a man because that's like fucking whatever. Not nice to put men up to this unrealistic standard of masculinity. But be a goddamn man and fuck me on my period. Well, but just be a be a person. Yeah. I mean, uh, and also, like, especially well, I, if you're using a condom, it's not gross at all. I mean, because I understand. It's like your dick's down there, not your fucking face. Well, because I always try to put myself uh, in the place of the man to be fair. So I'm I thinking to myself, if a guy's dick was bleeding, would I put it inside me? And the answer is a hard no. So, oh, so if, really? if, yeah, if a guy's dick was dripping blood, no. Yeah, but like, so, but if the there was a condom, if there was a condom on it, I would. And also, ah. if it was like a boyfriend whose dick was bleeding, <laughs> but then, then wouldn't it fill I up would. like a water balloon or something? But that's their issue. Yeah, that's not mine. That's true. You well, know. blood doesn't, that's not how blood that's not blood how menstruation trickles. works yeah 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 anyway yeah blood trickles and if it was a trickle and usually like no and also when you start start having sex as long as it's you know past day two the bleeding stops yeah and uh, this is another thing that i think is interesting that helped me kind of understand where men are coming from i watched the letterman interview with tina fey mm-hmm. and she was talking about when she started in saturday night live as a writer and uh they had this uh they would shoot all of the commercial parodies first and there was a period they had these um pads paul pell who's like one of the funniest yeah. writers in human history wrote this uh commercial parody about a uh, type of pad and uh tina fey was talking about the importance of diversity in a writer's room because Usually, if had there not been women on the staff, not the writing staff, but like there were female directors at the time and there were female music directors in the room when they did the table read at that sketch, they were the ones who were laughing. The men weren't laughing, but it wasn't because they were like, that's not funny at mm-hmm. all. It was just because they didn't understand they didn't understand what was happening. They didn't understand the joke because they didn't right. know how periods worked, how tampons worked, how pads worked. So I encourage every man listening, you know, just... Just try and educate yourself and open yourself up to this because, uh, you know, you should know about it if you're going to stick your dick in it. <laughs> we should make a bumper sticker out of that. Absolutely. Uh. This is this is you again. Oh, you, the email? Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I am going to read the email. I just got real pissed. 
That's okay. At the men that didn't want to stick it up, but yeah. then stick it in the booty hole. Well, to me, it, te- it also tells me that those relationships are, t- there's not a trust, there's not trust there. So, uh, this email subject line, uh, 22-year-old feminist comic raped and murdered in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, hi, my name is... I'll say it. Amy, I'm a 19-year-old student nurse midwife from Melbourne, Australia, who has been listening to Guys We Fucked for three years. Recently, in my local city, a 22-year-old feminist comedian named Eurydice Eurydice Dixon, I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. I did not check that, so if I'm not, I apologize. She was raped and murdered on her way home from a comedy gig, and the city of Melbourne has gone absolutely berserk regarding women's rights, safety, violence against women, sexism in the media, our not-so-harsh justice system, and everything else that could be tied into a young woman being raped and murdered at night in the middle of a soccer field. I'm hearing slash seeing media about, the, uh, at this, uh, about this event 10 to 20 times per day, and every time I do, I'm wondering what you two women, who I personally look up to, would have to say about it uh, being young feminist comics yourself. Attaches a video uh, talking about the attack. There are many other videos and articles circling my local and national news and media outlets. Many people are using satire and sarcasm to discuss this topic as people are so disgusted and shocked that this is something that still happens in society uh, such as this video made by a, fa- a Facebook famous male Melbourne comedian. Uh, oh, many sounds of the- like a winner. Oh, yeah. Uh, he says great things. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Many of the discussions happening are regarding how women are supposed to remain safe. This is because it has come down to whose fault it is that Eurydice Dixon has died. The argument is why are we teaching women to be safe and not teaching men not to rape? Similar outrage happened in Melbourne almost six years ago when Jill Mager, a 29-year-old woman, was raped and murdered on her way home from a pub in Melbourne, and her killer was allowed out on parole before his trial. Jesus Mm. Christ. I, myself, have never let the fear of what could happen to me as a young woman stop me from doing anything I wanted to do. I have caught Ubers by myself when I have needed to. I have walked in the city at night by myself, and I have had to defend myself against men and reported them three times in a club to the manager on a train to the police and in my professional setting to my uh, preceptor. Luckily, I have learned everything I can to do to keep myself safe, like holding my keys in my knuckles, having my hair down so a ponytail cannot be grabbed, covering my drink with my hand at all times, aiming to never be alone, knowing how to send out an emergency SOS on my phone, and most of all, reporting the three times, reporting the three times something has happened to me. But so did Eurydice Dixon. I am sure she would have known the epidemic regarding women's safety and how to protect herself, and she still got targeted, stalked, attacked, raped, and murdered. In your own opinion, I'd like to know your thoughts on the issue. Do women need to be taught more ways to protect themselves? Do men need to be taught not to rape? Do you think that crimes like this will ever die out? Do you think there are way, there are always going to be sinister people who would commit these crimes? Do you think this is a cultural problem? Do you think more harsh penalties for rape and domestic violence would reduce the incidences of them? Do you think that we as women will ever live in a world where we can feel safe whenever a man feels safe without the safety protective measures we enforce? Do you think it comes to a point where there is nothing society can do to prevent violence, rapes, and murders of women until after it has happened? Because while the occasions of violence, rape, and women might reduce, uh, on women might reduce, it will never completely stop. Thank you for reading this, uh, 
uh, please email me if you have more to talk about. I love you both so much. You've helped me feel comfortable in my own skin and shape my own ideas and beliefs. In a way, you've helped me find myself. You've helped me through a shocking breakup and helped me find love again towards myself and a new hunk who loves and respects me. Uh, and then she says a lot of other nice things. And uh, I appreciate that. Um, yeah. So I don't know the answers to a lot of these questions. I can't predict. The only thing I know, because Corinne and I's eyes have been open to how often rape happens by hearing from people, uh, is that talking about it does do something. That's the only, that's the only thing I have as a as a glimmer of hope to be honest because I see the way that governments react that people react uh to crimes such as this woman and and I see the way that rapists are treated which is you know three percent of rapists in the United States get jail time and that is uh and then we have the rape kit backlog epidemic in all these major cities in Philadelphia. And, and, and so I don't know. It's, it, thinking about all these questions, I think about them a lot because we get asked them a lot. And the only answer I have is we just need to keep talking about it and have conversations. Uh, to there's, there's obviously a gap in between our understandings, this happens so often. I don't know why people do it, um, but and hopefully we know? talking about it will we'll at least, maybe one day it'll force somebody to ask themselves that question. We've had rapists email us before and they, they have explained it to me why they raped and the answers were different between, it was only two, but uh, you know, they they said they hated themselves. That doesn't really help. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. But this I, is I a rape know. and a murder. Do we know? Do we know if this woman was attacked? Uh, do we, did, was there information on like who did it? Like, was she attacked because she was a feminist com comic, or was that merely a coincidence? Uh, That's my main question. That is because a I knew good about question. it, and I knew that people were outraged because the Melbourne police, uh, basically, their response to this issue was not like, "Oh my God, there is a rape." murderer on the loose the their response was women have to be careful when they're coming home and listen we're both female comedians and in this case we do have to say female comedian because like walking home I know lots of people who have been attacked who have had their heads slammed against fences I absolutely base where I've lived and have paid a lot more rent than I probably should have to live in safer spaces because I knew that I was gonna be walking home alone very late I've had my hand on the 911 <clears throat> I've dialed 911 on my cell phone and had my thumb hover over the call button probably I do that twice a week it just doesn't feel strange to me because what are you doing that for? People because following it, it, you? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I also heads up. Nine one one takes fucking forever. They're never gonna I get know, there. I know, and I've but I've carried my key in between my middle fingers. I have like, there's you know, it's New York City. I think is, I feel very safe here, but I just do it as a. I mean, maybe I do it because I fucking hear 
read all these terrible stories and hear from people all right. goddamn day and, and it does have an effect on you and uh just in this article it says the 19 year old man has been charged with her rape police say the two did not know each other okay so this is this so. is just a random attack so because i mean like uh, it, to me it's like there it really doesn't matter that she's a feminist comedian that yeah does, that, I, has, I, that does not matter kind of story yeah and i kind of hate that like all the head a lot of these headlines are saying that i'm like can you just fucking call right well, comic, it's please? a lot it's also a, it's a lot of clickbait and uh yeah and i know because like their letter says like you guys are feminist comedians i do not identify as a feminist comedian i identify as, we a, identify feminist as comedians. And a comedian i'm a feminist comedian to me has a very like what like you're not it's writing just, jokes connotation yeah, um yeah uh but i mean the main problem is like yeah i mean the question is like do you think this will get better i mean women unless something happens as far as like evolution and women start getting bulkier women are just less strong than men and i know that's like oh no some some can do this with a mallet but no just traditionally yeah women are small smaller well creatures. that's why i put hover my thumb over the yeah. call button and that's why i carry my keys because i'm like i need something i had a guy come in to install my television last night at 11 p.m and oh boy. I, I there was a part of me that i was like yeah um i feel that i kind of want to pretend that my boyfriend's downstairs taking a shower yeah because i didn't know who he was ended up being a fucking wonderful guy sure. we actually bonded he was fucking dope he was yeah. this like blue collar long island guy but i don't fucking know yeah no and, of course uh, but uh, you know what no there is one possible well there's probably several solutions but another thing i think should happen is and this will reduce the amount of sexual assault i really do feel is if more women ran for local office and we actually saw changes in the way that people that uh people accused of sexual assault are prosecuted and are charged and are this fucking guy was let out in Australia on bail mm. he raped and murdered a girl like you really think he's just gonna go twiddle his thumbs and play candy crush in his apartment until his trial no you fucking idiot and so uh I don't know and a lot of times it seems at least in America that a lot of laws are being made by men and you need to have like Dina Fey mentioned an inclusive writer's room so you you know you you find layers in there that you didn't know existed we need to have a diverse body of government and we just don't right and th I mean these are long-term things see it doesn't yeah. bother me when you know women are told to play defense it bothers me when yeah. we're told by men or by the people who are supposed to be protecting us aka the police so that's the problem like uh, we've been very open yeah. on talking about this podcast like yes there is an ideal world in which we hope to live in one day we don't live in that world right now so yes you absolutely unless you are a trained street fighter you have to be cognizant like I am smaller than a lot of people walking around if someone wanted to physically attack me they absolutely could and I think that's not something to to pretend that isn't real to be like feminism it doesn't matter like it is yeah, it's just, a real threat it's just, and not it's, to be just scared facts, all the time it's, fa it's facts yeah, not to be scared all the time but just you know keep it in mind have some kind of a fucking plan i think half of life is like having a fucking plan and then it's like driving around in manhattan you're you're defensively driving yeah and then in response <laughs> to like the police it's like police should be patrolling the streets instead of sitting in parking lots you know drinking dunkin donuts which is it seems hack but i see it all the time or like on their you know they're I have seen a lot of cops eating donuts yeah. lately and I'm like whoa or they're like you know or they're like uh, cops are placed in subway stations and instead of e each person having their own separate point they huddle together in a group of three and they're texting on their phone and I see this shit all the time and it's like I, if I can think of any places like I also do not feel unsafe very often and I'm like have done some crazy things for comedy I've crossed highways at night by myself in heels like I've just done a lot of dangerous things for comedy uh crossed a lot of highways really yeah. taking a lot of transportation by myself traveling to places I didn't know like real gotten in cars with people I didn't know and all I knew was they were a man and they were comic that's all I knew mm. like real dangerous stuff but like I have full faith in myself um 
not that I could not that I could like truly fight someone, but uh, I could uh, annoy them. But also, um, <laughs> you know, ransom of red chief. My mom always said yeah. that. Uh, and that's so I, that's that, and I, but, oh my God. I, but you know, so, so you just have, you have to think about these things, but like the police should also be taking an active like measure because in the subway is, I've had places where I like literally ran out because mostly homeless people, but, or people with mental disorders oh, were oh. acting in a way where I'm like, this is not going to end well for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I had a guy charge at me once in the subway and it was just the two of us and it was yeah. like 3am. I'm like, that ah, and it's okay. really scary. And I like, guess I'll cab it to me that there are subway stations without a police officer in them is really, that is, is really crazy because it's the secluded area the subway cars you know late at night Dude. things are weird things are happening and sometimes in those mta booths there's supposed to be like a person there yeah. and there's just not you're yeah. there alone yeah yeah and ain't nobody gonna do anything if something no. happens but it's like okay we know all these facts but these facts are not being you know it's to be aware of them does not mean walk around paranoid all the time yeah you, you have to find that fucking balance um yeah. and it also means i think there is a, uh, just being a citizen of the world keeping an eye out for your fellow citizens because especially in new york it's a very like look Ugh. the other way place but like all the time if you see something weird happening if you see some behavior if you see someone not acting right like there are power in groups and like you know what what we allow is what will continue as I talk about all the time so it's just like just nip it in the bud before it becomes a bigger problem if something looks weird you know exit that subway car wait for the next train uh say it, something or if a girl yeah. looks uncomfortable and it Go looks like she's being physically intimidated by a guy I have done this so many fucking times I'd be like hey you okay yeah. it's like a girl thing but like every time I see a woman I have se- I've seen women get punched in the face like yeah. probably three times since living here and uh, every time I chase after the guy I mean that's not probably also a good I strategy, was gonna say I was like as a safety tip usually I'm it's like better to approach tr- the victim not the person yeah. who is the aggressor because again a lot of times you don't want to you don't want to then put yourself in danger as well that's yeah. not helping yeah everyone um, but you I'm know like a chihuahua that thinks about pit bull sometimes but. a simple like a, a simple hey a sit, uh, sitting next to someone being you like okay? hey are you okay to them and them alone uh, really does and that goes you know that's not just uh, sexual violence that goes with racism and a lot of other things that you might experience in public settings yeah life um, is hard we're all trying to deal with shit and you know it's it's just fucking let's all let's fucking check in with each other if you sense something's awry um pride stuff that's what it says hey. on this on this list okay so guys we're very exciting news we've talked about new alternatives on the podcast a lot before they're a wonderful local organization um that helps at risk uh lgbtq plus uh homeless youth and they provide mental health care services they uh, provide job training they provide meals they provide um, activities they provide camaraderie clothing SCI testing just so many wonderful things and I've firsthand watched this organization really really blossom mm-hmm. into some you know that this is one woman Kate kind of started it and it's really they're they're really expanding at a rapid rate which number one tells you people really need these services and number two they're doing a great job mm-hmm. um, and so we have been asked by Grant who you've heard on the podcast to start a fundraising page for Pride Month you know it's it's one thing to just celebrate LGBTQ plus people but it's another thing to actually put your money where your mouth is or at least share on social media if you don't have the funds but you know you can donate like five bucks every little bit counts uh we set a goal or I did and then I hope Christina's okay with it of, hey I'm easy going of five thousand dollars which <gasps> for the our, which for our listenership should be no problem like literally if, yeah, every, if everyone donated a penny we'd make that I mean yeah y- you can you can really <laughs> donate a minimal amount and I think it's sometimes it's just like getting off up your off your butt and just like 
putting that PayPal number in or something. So it's the vanity URL is HTTPS colon slash slash fundraise dot new alternatives NYC dot org slash guys we fucked. I'm also going to put the regular URL because sometimes the vanity one hasn't been working, um, but it's just our uh, fundraising page and we'll we have think- it in the description of this podcast. Yeah. Too, and we'll uh, put on social media. Uh, you know, the guys we fucked listenership is very powerful. We've gotten a lot of stuff achieved before and it would mean a lot to grant and to new alternatives and to us if we can make this happen and then secondly just if you want some free educational material I've been wanting to mention this for a while uh, but my best friend Tommy he has designed this amazing queer targeted web series shit they won't tell you in sex ed as you know he's working to become a clinical psychologist uh, and has a lot of knowledge in specifically uh, queer uh, sex education and these these videos are like all less than five minutes we went to film school together so they're good the quality is amazing I learned so much in every video so it's just on YouTube it's free and it's shit they won't tell you in sex ed I'll again put the link in the description of the podcast highly recommend uh, checking that out and if there's any people who are such sex educators out there it's a really great resource um, with a lot of up-to-date information that they probably didn't tell you in sex ed they definitely didn't I pretty (laughs) much guarantee that Um, and today's guest uh, continuing in our pride series this is a comedian who we both just meant today it's someone I saw on social media who's a part of the NYC comedy community and I absolutely fell in love with her please give a warm welcome to Gina Bloom it's like I'm trapped in a cage feeling broken in places reeling from all these faces screaming at me from the inside I've had enough forget it I don't need it but forgetting I need you a little from the inside out no saying I've got it worse no here with Gina Bloom. Hi. Hi, you guys. We How just get, we just got right into it, which I love. We've, yeah. <laughs> we're like, sit in the chair and go. Sit in the chair and You're talk. On. Tell us your life story. Well, anytime we're sitting around with people before interviews, they always start spilling the best stuff. And we're like, wait, 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 wait. Yes. We got to get this on the mics. Yes, we want it recorded. I got you. Cool. So um, I want to start out with uh, when I was messaging you to get on the podcast, you said that you perhaps would have an exclusive for us based on last evening. How did it go? Oh, shit. You were going yeah. on a date, I'm guessing? No, actually, no. it was like a prep for a date. Um, <laughs> so I am a transgender lady, and um, the hormones that you take, while they form your body the way you like, they kind of do stuff down here, and I am not... You're, I'm, she's I'm pointing, pointing to, her to my crotch. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is not a visual medium. Um, what kind of stuff? Well, it makes it like not function very well after a while. Like I've been on it now three years, and like... It doesn't really work all that well. And I want to feel good during sex. I love sex. I have a lot of sex with all kinds of different people. And like, and everyone is really interested in all that down there. And like, I want them to enjoy it and I want to enjoy it. Uh So may I ask what, what's your your sitch is down there i don't that's probably a shitty way to ask that question but oh, just for the purposes of the podcast have you had gender confirmation I, surgery ah, that's the better way I to ask have, it. i'm sorry i am uh 
pre-operative slash non-operative. I have all original parts down there and all original okay. parts up on top too. I don't have boobs yet, although I get them in January. I'm very excited. Oh, hey, yes. yeah. Um, what size you Wait, Christmas. <laughs> I don't know. I, oh, they, you haven't they, thought about yet? No, no, they, they have, but they're like, don't think about cup size. Think about like your body and like the way that you, you know, you're proportioned. And so we have like definitely a thing in mind and it's looking like a 36d but Whoa, i was gonna say nice no, I'm a, I'm a, that's the size i am and i feel like that's yeah. a good it's not it sounds gigantic it but sounds it's really huge not. but it's like, really it's not that big but i'm i'm five nine and i'm 150 pounds so yeah. that's probably about right for yeah. me so um yeah so that's what i'm getting done there as for the below stuff i don't really know um yet because like it's different for every trans woman. Like right. some, some really hate their stuff down there, and they want to get rid of it and have mm-hmm. it changed right away. And and I applaud them. Yeah. Uh, others. That's their choice. That's their choice. Yes, yeah. exactly. And that's how, that's what they wanted their entire lives. So I am all for it. And there's others that I know that are like, I love my body down there. Uh, this is more about like how I'm perceived on the outside, and I applaud that too. Um, it sounds so dumb, but I'm like ambivalent about it. Like, I just want it to hey, feel good. You are what you are. It yeah. doesn't matter. Like, you don't have to feel any which way about it. That's the beauty of all of this. It's like, just whatever's good for you. Yeah. Like, I just want to feel good. So, so, so these hormones have been messing up. Yeah. So, like, progressively, and, um, and it's gotten worse, like, this year. So, like, I've, I've been more confident than ever and I've been hooking up a lot (laughs) and and, and I'm all for this fucking podcast because this is I I love to talk about my sex life and this is all you guys do and I love that but um sex is so fun I know that's what part of what I liked about your social media was that you were kind of like a self-identifying slut and I was like oh this is great this is perfect I'm a huge slut and I'm like in like every way that a slut could slut I slut it up I, you like, slut all day all I night slut, hell yeah I slut from morning noon to night slut like in I, a hut that's right I it slut. sounded like we were doing like a slutty Dr. Seuss like a slutty Dr. Seuss do you slut in the butt I slut in the butt absolutely I, in the I do butt. A p- p- pussy I don't know yeah okay. I feel um, like someone needs to make that a book now slut in the butt slut yeah. slut in the butt you well, that's make like, a beat out of that that's, that's good. like that there was like that early 2000 like gay rap guy that like what what in the butt or something like oh that. what what in the butt yeah, yeah i remember yeah, that yeah, yeah. oh yeah. i just thought that was a saying no it, there was this there's a song that actually goes like what what in the butt i know what you're oh, talking yeah. about i would go around and be like what what in the butt and i thought i you thought I you thought of that yeah i probably yeah i'm a <laughs> well, fucking narcissist it's fun christina was a very successful rapper in the 90s i don't know oh, if you know yeah. she was oh eight. i was a, i was a child rapper <laughs> wonderful we'll talk about that later I, female crisscross I yeah. definitely, uh definitely get not that yeah that's accurate okay so so last so last night so last night i uh this is when corinne was messaging me i was on my way home i went to my doctor and i told him that you know i, I have a guy in my life and he wants to enjoy like my sex stuff and like i <laughs> i i have so like, medical god i know i'm <laughs> i'm a doctor it is i'm a doctor in sex stuff but like and like he wants to do it and like i have like some sex friends of like various genders and gender presentations that enjoy you know my company and like i want everyone to enjoy it so i was like doctor is there anything that i can do and he's like you know what you you just have the same equipment as anyone i'm just i'm gonna write you a script for cialis oh oh is that like viagra it's like viagra oh. yeah. I said cialis was for like joint pain <laughs> i think it was actually made for something like that to begin with oh. it is kind of an upper Ugh. but um 
And then they'll be like, oh, this is for boners. Yeah, but then it's like, oh, it makes your, makes your boners work too. And he's like, you know what, just here, um, try this out, see what happens. And so Corinne was uh, messaging me on, on my way home and I had like the, the bag of boner pills. And I was like, <laughs> what a wonderful night. Like I, I have this like pro-sex positive podcast to talk on tomorrow. And like I have this like experiment with my body. Bag of I boner can pills. A bag of boner pills. So you pills. haven't taken any of the oh, Cialis no. yet? No. So here's the thing. I, I got back home and like I took the, I took a boner pill. Just uh-huh. one boner Just pill? Just one boner pill. Okay. And Could you um, take two or no? Yeah, actually, so you, you get can. a so, super boner. Yeah, so um, I took the one boner pill to start, and I listened to your guys' show, the one with like the the real estate sex guy. <laughs> oh, oh, last week's episode, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, and he was he was that doing it for me. That filthy man. That filthy man was mm. his voice. A lot of people masturbated to that. I know people. People message us like I came eight times. Then I'm like, really? That guy, though. That Sorry, guy. I ruined it every couple minutes. Who I go and ha ha. <laughs> You did not trust me. Oh, good. There's n- there's no amount of ha ha you could do to like ruin that experience. Just was... shit in the mic and no one notices. Exactly. It's like oh, <laughs> real estate sex man. Keep talking. That 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 heartbeat. This shit in the mic. I don't care. But um, but it didn't work. Oh, and, like, what? I, I was sad and like and then like I felt bad and then like the doctor. I remember he said like you know you have had a lot of hormones. You have you have like microscopic levels of testosterone i have less testosterone than either of you do stop bragging oh it's it's not a big deal um but he said like (laughs) you may want to try too so i and like cialis lasts for like 14 hours so oh whoa yeah does the boner last the boner does not so is it just like increased blood flow for 14 hours Increased blood flow for 14 hours okay It, it gives you the the boner um conditions basically the conditions for boner it's like it gives you a little all you yes exactly it (laughs) It sets you you up if you want to just look at a nipple yeah and it'll just go up look at a nipple or listen to you know the sex real estate guy oh yeah and like so i went to bed and i took another cialis and then i woke back up and um i popped open tumblr which is where i do all my porn browsing (laughs) really tumblr tumblr has some good shit tumblr has a bunch of porn blogs and it's like a random thing i've seen some hot pics there but i haven't been on tumblr in forever but i think i'm gonna go back i i use tumblr for nothing i tried to be a blogger on that like five years ago (laughs) yeah me too and i was like this is garbage but then like i kept seeing porn pop up this is wonderful since i just all i gotta do is push a button and it's porn like i don't have to go on to like fucking like tube sites or any of that porn, like, porn md is a good website i will check I that out thank you, know, you. thank <laughs> you i'm so glad we could share this but yes yeah. tumblr is like this and it's actually gotten a little bit bad because like it's i think it's on its way out finally after however long but anyway um i watched some porn and then like i i went in and like my two via my two cialises rather were were fully kicked in and then it worked and the boner and the, just and the boner boing, just boing, like boing. boing like that just like came to life your and dick I, came to life. I haven't had a, a like a full on hard on in like two years. Oh, oh wow! wow. Yeah. This is so exciting. Yeah, it was this so exciting. This is an exclusive. Yeah, it this is, is an exclusive celebratory. And like, and like, I and I, I have to like back slightly because like again, I that is my choice with what I want to do down there, and mm-hmm. other trans ladies want to not have that. And like, there are some women that. Um, we call them TERFs. They're trans exclusionary, exclusionary radical feminists that say that because we have dicks or used to have dicks that we're not really women and fuck oh, all wow. that noise. Yeah, um, fuck that. 
So I just I just mention that because there's going to be some asshole out there that hears me talk about getting a fucking boner and be like that's offensive. But you know what? Fuck off. Oh um, no, we talk about Billy J all the juicy time. Juicy oh. boner. Yeah. Deal I'm, with it. I know, but like, but just for like my community, I was I was just I'm just preemptively telling everyone that doesn't like what I'm talking about to go fuck themselves. Oh, oh don't good. worry. Yeah. Um, that's not really the listenership for here. But if it gets out into the ether, yeah, yeah I usually well, attack them. Honestly, I, I'm yeah. I am constantly surprised by how. Uh, overall wonderful people who listen are oh so, yeah I am yeah. I'm sure I am sure I'm sure you have like like the coolest audience because you have a cool fucking podcast why wouldn't you have a cool audience thank you I have a, a bunch of I took a lot of notes actually because yeah. I, I I know you're really funny and I want to definitely tell funny stories but I also yeah. have some some questions that are perhaps more serious so yeah. you're talking about your doctor and I know a big problem in the trans community is not only discrimination kind of in the workplace or on the street but also by the medical and mental health uh communities so who is your doctor now do they specialize in trans folks and also how did have you experienced previous discrimination uh so my doctor he's a lovely man his name is dr andrew goodman he works at the callan lord oh callan lord is amazing yeah yeah it's like a brand of soap yes it's a brand of trans soap Mm -hmm. (laughs) it is soap that used to be shampoo but um yeah, it's it's like a clinic for trans people and for people who are HIV positive or or in the queer community or just even people who just you know want to have some low cost health care. Absolutely, and it's wonderful. I love it. And so that's, I would say probably half of his patients are trans women. Oh, okay. Oh wow. So okay, that's he great. He obviously knows everything, and that's why he was like when I was ta- I was embarrassed to talk to him about the boner situation because like it made me feel like less feminine and he's like don't worry about it just you know you want to feel good here's what has happened and because he's he has t- treated trans women for probably for like 10 years so oh wow okay so he knows what the but fuck he's, he's just doing. like a straight cisgender dude he's a I, I believe he's a gay he's cisgender gay. dude okay I, I do not follow him home but he has a gay affect <laughs> okay got it he has gay voice and I I say that with love but um yeah, so like there is like um, there is some discrimination out there. I'm fortunate to live in New York, which is a state that has affirmative consent for gender transition. You just basically say, "This is who I am," and they believe you. Other states oh, make you nice. go through therapy and like make you do all these fucking hoops <sighs> just to get. Hormones. Oh, so there's no required therapy in New York State. Not for hormones. Not for, okay, no. but what? for gender, is there for gender confirmation surgery? So for the insurance, they want you to have a letter from a therapist. And, really? And because I have, um, because I have the, the, the tit surgery. I was looking for the medical term, I couldn't find it. Yeah, but tit surgery. I'm having the tit surgery. <laughs> top surgery. <laughs> the top surgery. Thank you, cis Titty. person. Oh. Um, <laughs> I was like, isn't it called top I'm surgery? Yeah. Getting your titties in? I'm, I'm, I don't know what it's called. I'm, I'm titty get, day. I'm getting titties. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like they make me go through that hoop where you have to like go through like a therapist or a social worker just to make sure. A social worker? Or, you know, or someone that has like. Do you oh know what co- they ask you? But here's what? the thing though, and I don't want to give away the game, but like how the Lord knows <laughs> that so they have social workers and they have psychotherapists oh. and they're like just come and get the letter it's fine okay wow. and they would they won't like just like any other medicine or prescription like anyone is getting it you're yeah. always just like come in and cough <laughs> yeah pretty much it's right. like yeah it's like it's like getting like a it's like getting like a medical marijuana yeah. Or, Adderall, yeah. Yeah. or Adderall yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. or get, any you get that way too easy yeah yeah absolutely just tits are like Adderall. I have cramps 
exactly. <laughs> Give me Adderall and weed and Cialis. Yeah. Well, I hear you. And I, I think it's like you obviously know who you are. There was not a question. You feel confident. But do you feel like, I mean, I feel like aren't there some people, especially like younger people who it might be helpful before doing that to get therapy? I'm, I'm, I don't know how I feel oh, about this. Yeah. Yeah. I think that. I don't think there's anything wrong with a person that has questions mm-hmm. to go and ask questions. Mm-hmm. When I was, I want to say 12 years old, um, I had a very strange reaction to like music videos with like booty girls. Like, <laughs> it was how, like how so? I was like, I don't, I like her outfit and I would like, and I like this one and she seems like a nice person. And I would like, <laughs> wow, to you're be the like, only person who's ever said that, but even girl. I was like, yeah. I, even I didn't think that. Yeah, <laughs> She's probably like, really nice. Yeah. I was like, I am like, oh my God, I would see them and be like, you know, I, I'd like to try that. And like, I think that's probably not too uncommon for like trans people to be like seeing sexualized images from the media and being like, I want to be objectified like, like that. Too. Well, there's, there's Ooh, also, a, interesting. there's also, I mean, in some rep videos, mm. specifically booty girls, like they are used as props, but there yeah. are so many examples of women sexualizing themselves. And when you see it, you just feel hot. Like you feel their sexiness, like drips onto you and you yeah. feel more confident. And, and I mean, that's one of the million reasons I love Beyonce, but like her oh, yeah, sexiness totally. is, yeah. It makes my it makes my day. It does mine too. Yeah, and like Janelle <laughs> Monae is like one of oh. my new heroes, and like yeah, so many of them. And but like Corinne, what you were saying as to like the counseling, it's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. When I was twelve years old, I could have used someone to talk to about all that because I didn't transition until three years ago. And if I had had therapy, I may have transitioned when I was nineteen, mm. as opposed to three years ago, which I am was not 19 three years ago <laughs> okay, right by any stretch at all not right even a little bit 19 <laughs> i'm 89 so you didn't transition when you were 19 okay absolutely not well yeah because i mean i know it's a it's a common discussion and people who are like i don't even know what to call them but like anti-trans anti-progressive will try to argue that being trans is a mental health disorder oh, yeah. i've heard that and course. so of course i looked into that because i was like i want to see this from both sides and i found a really interesting article in psychology today which i know everyone does but I, i'm very into like pop psychology and I think it's like breaks it down for people who are not uh, you you can't understand medical terminology and um, it said that like 6.7% of cisgender people experience depression and eight in the USA and 18% uh, of cisgender people in the USA uh, experience anxiety whereas 50 I know I was like I think we just know them all because they're all comedians um, all live around here. Sure. whereas 50% of trans people experience mental health issues and 41% uh, experience suicide attempts mm. but that that's not saying that uh, being trans is a mental health disorder they explained it as that uh, it, it comes the in, the world like, is so fucking terrible. Too. Well, yes. yeah, it said, and I and it said, so it said, uh, discrimination, stigma, lack of lack of acceptance, and abuse create all these things. Yeah. Um, and then it was saying that there are three things that you need to develop a fully formed self, which number one is mirror, mirroring, which is a caregiver's accurate and consistent reflection of your emotional state, idealization, which is someone to look up to or a role model, and twinship, which is 
just having someone who is like you that makes you feel like you aren't alone in the world and that many trans people grow up lacking one or more of these crucial elements. And they're saying everybody needs that. Yes, yeah. which I thought was that a really sense. interesting um, way to, like, it just, it, like, it's oh, I consider it way to think about I it. I clearly understand this in this one article and I, I didn't know if you had experienced lack of any of those three things oh, growing yeah. up. Oh, yeah, all three of them, mm-hmm. uh, definitely. You know, it's, I grew up um, for the first part of my childhood in Indiana, small mm-hmm. town in Indiana. And then in the second half of my childhood, I grew up in an even smaller town in Florida. Oh. Yeah, in like trailer parks and like gross mm. places like that. And like not the place for evolved thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So of course, I was very isolated. I was isolated from my gender presentation i didn't know anybody when did you start feeling isolated from how you looked on the outside oh i mean i would say 12 but i I probably even earlier than that yeah it's like i i was always like kind of like fruity and feminine um Mm -hmm. and do you remember what exactly you thought though when you were when you were a kid like uh i wish i wish i had breasts i wish i did you think those specifically i sometimes but it was more like it was it was a kind of a different thing like also like it was it was more subtextual if that's the right word for it like I thought differently I didn't Mm. think like the little boys when I played with my little action figures they didn't fight each other they made neighborhoods and they (laughs) they had like relationships and like they had they would gossip with each other and like they would have affairs they would have affairs yeah yeah. they they would do all of those (laughs) things they'd get jobs they would have wow what a productive you had a whole yeah. town. I had a whole town. I literally had a whole town. We, we built an entire town. I would do that with my Barbies as yeah. a child. I made a village. Basically, I, I was treating my little, like, G.I. Joe guys as Barbies. They were, mm-hmm. like, they were my Barbies. They were mostly men, but, you know, whatever. I didn't care that much about that. But, yeah, that's, I played with them like Barbies. And I thought that way. And, like, and I was always, like, very emotional and, and easy to make cry and, like, very, like, intuitive and not aggressive, um, and I know that's not necessarily an indication of, of whether or not someone's trans. Like there are plenty of trans people that go into the military and they have these like highly like masculine previous lives. But mm-hmm. I just think that for me personally, that there was never like a disconnect. Like I was always closeted until I wasn't, but I I never surprised myself. I never was like, mm. oh, I'm a girl. How weird. Like oh. I, I always like knew it was there. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when you first had words to identify the feelings that you had in your head? Yeah, I, um, I went to like the library and, um, and I ended up because there was no, um, there was nothing there that had like any sort of like first person narrative. Like there was no books of by trans people, but I ended up right. finding this thing from the eighties of all times it was called the Mies report on pornography and I remember this very well and it was a report on the pernicious destructive influence of pornography and like <laughs> and this was like a congressional like um like document document yeah it was oh. a full document it was a like, report it was a report oh it wasn't just like a cute name like Colbert no, report no it was it was an actual <laughs> was like there was an actual this guy this is why we hate porn <laughs> yeah there was an actual guy named Mies back in whenever and he like made this congressional investigation into porn and then like it was a big fucking joke but like there's sections on like trans porn in there Mm. and like and then but it also went into like you know transgender pathology and like they were very critical of it but like even 
just reading that I was like oh this is kind of what I am mm. wow. like I actually read it from like a congressional document because there was so Jeez. little information that was the it's I, amazing you found that how did you even know to what did you look a keyword how do you I was just a fucking nerd and like I was in the <laughs> library at lunch and like and like I would just go to, and it was a small school it was yeah a small town so like and this thing was in like this dusty shelf that never got touched and it was like oh there's a and then you look at it and it says pornography and I was like, oh okay oh, this, I'm into this I, I am I am it's like a big 600 page book about porn and I didn't read all of it but like I, I cherry picked the the subjects that interested me and like they would talk they would like he would like summarize like porn like actual like action like in this porn movie these lesbians did this and it goes on for like three pages about oh my how god they, he seems to really sex. Yeah, care about how was, people are fucking he was very interested in how people were fucking was was the overall argument in the report trying to dissuade people from allowing porn from watching porn from having porn be legal? yeah i think that that was like that was the that was the argument they were trying to make is is wow. porn destructive to society Mm-hmm. And I love how he tried to make that argument by describing exactly by what describing, the lesbians yeah, did to the each other's pussies. Exactly. Wow, great argument, sir. Yeah. I, I love that, though, because uh, the library is a treasure trove. And mm-hmm. I think people that, that's how I self-diagnosed myself with obsessive compulsive disorder oh, yeah. in middle school, sure. too. So, I mean, I, now people have the Internet, but like if they're which worries me because yeah. of less accuracy. Yeah, yeah. If you've written it down in a book. It's been fact checked. It's yeah. been someone uh, looked, looked I mean, over. Right. There, you know, bias still exists in in books the way it does everywhere. But I think there's a little more chance of just credibility. Like shit out a book because your editor's like you're on a deadline. Yeah, yeah. like it's probably yeah. someone else besides you looked at it. Whereas online, it could have been just you. Right, and like and to also get paid to write a book, you you kind of have to be some sort of expert. Yeah, that something. is worth paying. Whereas you're the some dude with a. You know, with a fetish for lesbians yeah exactly like, what they do yes <laughs> so uh growing up what was your family structure like mom and dad brothers and sisters this is gonna be interesting for you guys um two parents uh very unstable um moved us around a lot my dad was a small time criminal he got oh, arrested small a bunch. time small time very small um is that like what he put on his tax pay? like do you oh, put small time criminal, criminal? He was, or like he what was, he was a used car salesman oh okay. fucking how was he do you can you say what is oh yeah he, i'm like what is a small time crime so like he was like a document forager and oh I mean, yeah i've done that in high school stupid shit Forge like that no. and like but like he would do that he was like identity theft and things like that okay um oh so um yeah he was a cool guy and then my and then <laughs> did you like him i did actually okay. he was funny like <laughs> I sometimes was just, criminals are hilarious he was like the he was objectively a funny person mm-hmm. and like he was one of these guys that was like being raised by like like a roast battler like he oh. would insult you to your face but in a way that was funny and then the only way to bond with him was to give it back wow. oh okay so if i you, like that yeah so if you could give it back to him then he would respect you and he would be cool huh um, is that a lot of re- the reason you became a comedian i'm guessing yeah or? i think that's like a training that's great ground. i was gonna say that is great training i think that's Which a training my dad ground. yeah i think that i think between my dad who was like who would force you to be funny and then like my mom who was just a ridiculous human being she was she was a little filipino woman and she was a schizophrenic she was not a paranoid schizophrenic she was Ah. schizophrenic uh which means that she didn't necessarily think that things were out to get her but she did see things that weren't there okay um 
and I hate to be politically incorrect, but it was so fucking funny to like <laughs> around that. Did your roast battler father ever yeah. roast your schizophrenic mother? Yeah, he, all the time. And did like, she roast him back? She would just call him old and fat and stupid. <laughs> Get right to the a, point. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. She's like, I got other things to see. Yeah. I can't be like, here for right. this. I got I to talk to Jesus. I got some ghosts <laughs> to talk to. I don't have time for your bullshit. Um, but, you know, we were five kids, Catholic family. Five. Five, Damn. Yeah. Oldest, mm-hmm. youngest, where did you fall? I'm the direct middle. I'm oh. three of five. But um, and this has actually been written about in New York Magazine. The kid right before me um, is also transgender. Oh, shit. Yeah. So... Um, was my little sister now is my little brother uh-huh and he lives here in brooklyn with me and um we we actually came out in new york magazine like two and a half years ago at the same time like did he, you mean did you co- you coordinate that right yeah because like i know <laughs> it'd be funny if you're like page six was you right now page seven was yeah him. <laughs> here we just are wait a day just, just for a me to do it coincidence no it's like <laughs> i had a friend that um she was teaching me how to be a lady it's a, that's her job oh well, what's that wait t- that's job an occupation title. yeah it's etiquette an occupation. coach or some shit it's she's well called, not all ladies she's called etiquette. a feminine image consultant wow i didn't know this Is existed this specifically for uh for specifically trans women for trans women whoa that's a great service yeah oh that's wait oh, but what do they i have do? a lot of questions but yeah i'm so good. like what do they teach you so they teach me how to do makeup when a man and how to tells like, you to smile you call him a dick <laughs> yeah teach me how to hate men which i already <laughs> did um I mean, she makeup, okay, makeup and and deportment and like, um, and then gave me resources and encouragement because it's very difficult to transition. She's cisgender. So, um, she would also connect me with other trans people because there's only so much she could say. Yeah. Yeah. So I needed that community to get connected. Wow. That's a great service. Yeah. It was wonderful. Did she, what else did she teach you? Anything other like the makeup thing? Like, I'm just, that is so interesting to me. So she taught me how to dress. She taught me the way that my body is structured or was structured because I've had surgery, but um, how to maximize what I have in a feminine way, how to like wear colors. Like the fact that I'm wearing bright on top or bright on the bottom and and dark on top right now is, (laughs) is because I'm trying to draw uh, visual attention to the bottom half of my body. You make your booty look bigger and your top look smaller. Hell yeah. So exactly. kind of, that sounds like a great yeah. class. But my, my thing with it is a lot of times when people uh, transition, I'm like, I, it seems like they're being like the stereotypical version of that gender. So like, what if you wanted to be a tomboy? Oh, yeah. And, I, and that's important. That's very important. Like I, I've kind of like evolved into my own self. Like, she, okay, good. She taught like a feminine version of herself. Like she is herself. So she kind of, everyone kind of like, is a little bit like her at first with like the way that she dresses and acts, but like, um, you can mold it to, you can mold you, it what you want are. eventually. And like, I'm a little dressed up right now because I came here from work. Um, I, you know, I have the same, like, you know, discount Madewell t-shirt that you're wearing, Christina. And like, thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. And like, see, I could use one of those classes. Yeah. But like, no, it's, it's fine. Cause I, that's how I dress. I dress like I, I dress down most of the time. I yeah. have I have my ripped jeans and I have my my comfortable t-shirt and like that's that makes me feel good and I don't have to like look like this but like I was in my Park Avenue office before I came here uh, where we have yeah. to look a little fancy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do you I mean I know it's like the statistics are are 
crush like uh, do you uh, experience uh discrimination in the workplace or have you my company has been very nice mm-hmm. um the i've only worked there since i've transitioned i transitioned um one year into working there mm-hmm. so they had a taste of the old me oh so they knew you before and after yeah before and okay after. so i I came out to the HR department and my old boss. Um, oh, that was the first move. Yeah, about I'm a curious year into it, what, yeah. what your exact steps were. And then, like, I went through all of like the the name change stuff and like. What did HR say to you? They were very supportive. They what did you like, say? Do you remember what you said to them? I said I was. It was so fucking nervous. I I I, I told my boss. I said I need to talk to you and I need to talk to HR and I need to talk to you guys. On he's like, uh oh, who'd you and, touch? Yeah, and he's what he thought. <laughs> I'm sure he's. I'm sure he thought that I was like in trouble. And like I, and like I was like, guys, I got something to tell you. This is gonna be kind of difficult, so just be patient with me. And then I paused for like maybe thirty seconds, just like on the phone. And they're like, anytime. And they're like, trying to be nice. I'm like, guys, I this is hard. This is very hard. But I'm a girl, so I'm gonna start dressing in dresses. And like, you're gonna have to deal with that. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Click. Yeah. Wait. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. And like, I just, then I just ran and like I hid after that. Oh. I'm like, um. But after that, you know, we collected ourselves and we fam- we formed a plan. And we meaning you and HR and we, your boss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what then was the plan? The plan was to um, figure out a, a date to tell everyone, and it was August first, uh, two thousand sixteen, mm. and that gave me about two months or so to get mentally prepared for it. And then they wrote up an email that they sent to everyone, and then my boss sat down with the people in my department on august 1st and i took a vacation mm-hmm. hell yeah i went to la and i fucked my hot lesbian girlfriend that i had at the time <laughs> nice. or let her fuck me and um because that's how i roll but we did that um <laughs> now how do you feel about uh the fact that they had to send a company-wide email to to let everybody know that you are just gonna be you from now on yeah because uh, to you i'm sure it, you knew this was who you are and so but i understand like people on the outside if they don't get something it's just it's nice to be like hey this is the thing if you have any qu-. but what like what did that email say and how did you feel about that that email was my request okay that, that was my suggestion because i didn't know any other way to do it yeah um and it basically, are we gonna like step up in a company meeting yeah like, i'm just gonna be like hey well they would just out. think that someone was fired and then they just like yeah, replace yeah. them with the woman what happened but, to Jim? <laughs> but here's the thing that's funny you should say that that was actually my old name really but yeah you got it oh my what god a, what a, what i a, have been trying to tap into my third eye lately, your, your so. third eye is is on point because <laughs> i'm living alone i have all my thoughts to myself yeah now. there you go you are psychic christina <laughs> um but where the fuck was I? Well, that email was your request. Yeah, what did it e- say? And, what did yeah. it say? And why was that the choice that you thought was the best option for I you? I couldn't think of any other <clears throat> way to do it. Right. Um, what I was going to say is that by then it wasn't that big of a surprise, to be quite honest. I had manicured eyebrows. I had basically like this sort of girly pinkish hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I had lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Um, very feminine. Yeah. Very feminine. <laughs> very feminine. I like, was so thin. I, exactly. This <laughs> is, you know, it's just all this watercress. But um, yeah, and like my skin, like the the, the hor- I'd been on hormones for like a year at that point, so like my skin had like 
become like dewy and like feminine and like (laughs) wait did the hormones help you lose weight or did you just start exercising and dieting i both um okay the hormones give you a kick because one of the one of the pills is a diet let me get a pen yeah (laughs) wait dewy skin you said okay how quickly does that come quick actually can i transition I, to a woman even though i already am one is what transition into a hot woman like, yeah can i be a, a better woman because like we saw this picture and we're like not okay that, not that you were not on a tr- that not that oh, you were no, unattractive before but you were very like, nerdy and now you're hideous. like not hideous and now I you're very hot okay. and so i'm like wait uh, if i could be like if i transitioned to a man and i would be brad pitt i might Gina, yeah. when you sent yeah when corinne showed options? me the picture you yeah. look like what's that movie where he's like give me stapler like yeah. that guy what? yeah exactly <laughs> office space office yeah space. Oh, i yeah. don't know why i'm blanking on that yeah. uh and then and then the, the after i'm like wow that's it was like filipino courtney cox yeah <laughs> i mean Court, no no courtney love sorry yeah. which I, I don't know i that's a compliment i, I, I know I, that's a, i called it i was considered no a compliment. i mean you really that's weird waters to try you turn into a you babe yeah i was wowed i, I hope that i i don't know i hope uh, I would like to okay remain to a I, woman, but I just wanted to transition into a hotter woman. Yeah, and we I'm wanted like, to, what the fuck? That's is why she we taking? called you here today. <laughs> I don't know how to dress myself, Gina. I don't know what I'll fucking colors to wear. Yeah, I'm a fucking. I'm drowning <laughs> in womanhood that I don't know what to do with. How can we make your transition about, about us? us? Yes, you just already kidding. are. Yes, Thank that's you. that's our main Please. thing. For happy pride, everybody. Happy how is that to to hear like is that rude to say i i i, I try and tread no. lightly but i know you're a comic so like you can fucking it, but yeah if i can I roll say with is, it it's fine but if something i say is fucked up like i, I do want to know because i don't fucking know but like no, well we ask the fucked up questions to people that it would be inappropriate like to ask you on the street that's why we call we call, yeah we call different people here to do oh, such things mic? it's fine is it yeah sure god was like stop now I touched Sometimes the, little, the screw like, gets loose. Yeah, I actually put my hand on it, but it didn't come out. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's what she said. Yes. Yeah. Did, nothing came out. Hey. Uh, okay. Carry on. So what was, So, what were people's reactions to you, I guess, after you transitioned? Did anybody Did, email you back? Did they reply? Like, oh, hey, yeah. They were, hey, for, the, for the most part. Sup? Yeah. Not at work, but I did get some of that. Um, we've been very conscientious at work. Oh, but that's like, nice. That's really nice. They were very you. nice. Um, but like, there was this one guy he was like a he's like a bro he's like a sales bro he's he's like six three he's mm. hot yeah and he's like an asshole he's, he's asshole hot oh. Mm-hmm. um oh so he was actually a jerk yeah but no 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 he wasn't oh. though he was he was you like would see him be like Ugh, he but was then. but like also like uh-huh. oh. yeah uh, i'll angrily suck your yeah, dick exactly and i would but like <laughs> but like he came up to me and he's like, I fucking knew there was something going on with you. And he's the only one that said anything, but like he said it in like, like a funny way. And I was like, yeah, dude, I know you were the only one that ever said, what is up with your fucking hair? <laughs> That's so, and, but was there something nice about treat like being treated like normal? Yeah. yeah like, yeah. A, like, cause you're a fucking person. Yeah. That's and who I, we all are. And I didn't want to be like, handled with kid gloves like i'm still yeah. a human being I'm, I, I'm still there to do a job i'm still there to like you know do stuff and mm-hmm. like because i look like this now doesn't mean that you need to treat me like i'm glass like i yeah. I'm, I'm just the same person mm-hmm. um now who do you this is just going in a different direction yeah who do you like to fuck oh wonderful thank you for asking <laughs> um i'm very open to that i um I have an affinity 
toward like hot daddy types. Mm. I I enjoy that. I enjoy guys a little older, successful. Um, so Jared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like you know, with like a little bit of roughness about them. Uh, um, yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah, sounds but like, fun. Um, yeah, they're fun. I have a, my my current like fuck pieces that way fuck piece yeah. that's such a good word it's a, i love it it's more aggressive than fuck buddy i like it fuck piece because yeah. i don't need any more friends shit you know i'm gonna start using fuck, fuck piece. piece thank, thank you, you for that gift i didn't make it up or someone oh. else thought of it i yeah. just i just regret to but we can we can make it happen yeah well it's but just like christina didn't happen. write what yeah. what in the fuck <laughs> <laughs> i'm so disappointed exactly <laughs> i really exactly. thought i was a novice well, a writer but okay i hate the shatter your dreams nah, but it's all right but I'm, otherwise i'm open like i have it's actually why I started taking the Cialis because I have in the past like six months been hooking up and fucking like all manner of people. I got on like the threesome app and Thrinder? like uh, field. Well, now it's field because yeah. they got sued. They got the, sued. Yeah. I get back on that. And like I was getting picked up by like cis couples. Nice. I'm working on uh, hooking up with these two straight guys that that like <sighs> that like bang girls. Oh my god! Uh-huh. And like, and can I ask you what do you say in your dating profile, or when is the, is there? Do you feel like you should have a conversation about uh, your genitalia? Your genitalia. Yeah. It's usually the first thing I say. And, oh, and like, because well, like, yeah, if you're because if you're not cool with that, then I don't even want to. Yeah, I don't even want to start with you. And like, but like, yeah. do you like seriously like DM like I have a dick or no? What I say, what I say is I'm <laughs> transgender, and and, oh, okay. and, if, they, and if they say. <laughs> I got a dick. And if they if they say, do you what what do you have down there? And I would say, if I say I'm transgender, mm-hmm. it it means I have a dick. Because otherwise oh, you would okay. just because otherwise you would just say to say I'm you know you're yeah, a woman and that's that right because otherwise okay. it's fucking invasive right. Like, okay. You need to know got that it. I had a surgery done like four years right ago. exactly because we had a conversation yeah. a while ago with Kate Bornstein and mm-hmm. she was kind of trying to explain this to us um, where it's like you don't ask about that uh, about below the yeah. belt but but if you're if, if you you're still, being sexual yeah, with somebody I don't it's interesting it's yeah. not discriminatory yeah. if they don't if they're they not just, turned on by certain parts right right i mean right. It's just even though like up. i'm straight but a pussy i've had my face deep in a pussy yeah, many too. times me and too. i i just, enjoyed it just like two weeks ago in fact <laughs> but like um yeah so but that's the thing it's like if i'm on field i'm there to fuck and mm-hmm. so is everybody and else. So is everybody That's else. That's why I fucking love that. Yeah. Act. We're there to fuck. Cut so. to the fucking chase. And this little lady dick that I have <laughs> makes me a hot property mm. on in this in this community. Like Yeah. Like my shit is blowing up. And that's mm-hmm. why Damn. I went for the Cialis because it's like if I'm gonna get all these like boys and girls on on my dick all the time they're so excited about it yeah they're so excited and they, they just dive right in and they want to taste it and i'm fuck yeah let's do this you gotta be ready for business i gotta be ready for business yeah have you had three ways with people and your dick one but ready for the business because you just got yeah. to cialis so what do yeah. you what do you do in that instance so you know i get fucked um i'm a fan of um all manner of of dicks whether they're natural or plastic um mm-hmm I enjoy that quite a bit. Uh, oral, you know, we, we work it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking, you figure yeah, it out. Yeah, we figure it out. Um, I was with this, I was with this couple, I believe they were in the Israeli army. I oh, know wow. Because they were, well, they were Israeli, so I'm sure they were in the Israeli army at some point, but they were very efficient. Oh. They, they got me, I was, I had, um, I was going to go on a date with this cop and then he said something <gasps> creepy to me. Uh, so what, I, what did he say? He said, um, don't tell my wife. 
I can't remember what he said. It was it was kind of racist. Oh. And like it was just talking about his job. And like Oh god. Okay. He said something kind of racist but also kind of creepy. Ooh. And, oh. Oh Jesus. And Double like, whammy. I was like, yeah, I was like all right, you know, I don't need this. And so I was like, all right, well, I was going to get some dick and I have the night off. I don't like I didn't have any shows that night. So I was like, well, I'm not going to perform. I might as well yeah, get, get yeah. some dick. Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> yeah. And then like this guy hits me up and he's like, my girlfriend and I think you're hot. You should come visit us. And, and like the first thing I did is like put the girl on the phone. Mm-hmm. To make sure to make that sure she's, she's a real human. Because when the man yeah. leads, I always I think the same exact thing. Yeah. I'm like. Yeah. Well, do you take extra safety precautions being trans because oh, yeah. it is so much yeah. dangerous? Yeah. That's, okay. What are your safety precautions? My main my main safety precaution is I don't I don't do bar hookups. I don't do random hookups mm. in like places where they don't already know what's going on with yeah. me. Yeah. Okay. Because I am fishy and uh <laughs> they do men do hit on me and it's weird because I'm not used to that. So I'm also a little stupid and awkward. Because, like, I'm not used to being, like, attractive to anyone, to, to be yeah. quite honest. There was a girl hitting on me last, the other night at, like, a comedy show. And I didn't even realize it till like, afterwards. I was like, oh, shit, that, she wanted, <laughs> she wanted, she wanted, this. It. She wanted that like, lady dick. <laughs> she wanted that lady dick. And, like, she was making, like, clear signs. But I'm just so fucking dumb. Were the signs, like, I want your lady dick. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> she was standing next to me. She's, like, caressing my high cheekbones. She's, oh, oh, you're, Jesus. You have the most beautiful cheekbones. I'm like, if you I do had, have great cheekbones. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I expect us to have sex now. But, like, um, <laughs> but, like I didn't really, because, like, you know, you saw the picture. The, the audience can't but can I, we post can that we picture post absolutely you can absolutely you so we're gonna we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna post jim and then gina side yeah, by side absolutely and it's it's a great it's and, a great photo and here's here's the most mind-blowing part of that picture if you can believe it those people are 10 years apart what yeah wow that picture of me as a guy is you 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 2000 you benjamin buttons yeah yeah i benjamin buttoned oh, yeah i need hormone wow okay yeah that wow. synthetic hormones is some serious shit but do you also feel like there's something about like maybe you're living a healthier lifestyle now that you feel that you're presenting oh, yeah. as the you uh, that you were always yeah, meant totally. to be like joy is freely flowing yeah through your spirit yeah yeah and absolutely crap is good for your skin of, too yeah when you mentioned the weight loss i was like sometimes I, uh, like a weight loss can also be like an emotional burden that you're that is being lifted oh, from you no uh when i had that picture taken i was visiting my mom for her retirement mm-hmm. in florida and i was living in hollywood at the time and um and not like the fun part it was like just some piece of shit um hollywood florida in hollywood right? california oh california um, oh, okay so no, it was hollywood. yeah the the that hollywood and like <laughs> um and like i lived next door to a carl's jr and i mean that's that sounds like a perk to me but i guess a, it's very not. <laughs> much a perk very much a perk and i and, they never close and exactly and it's a lot of fucking food that you can get at two in the morning yeah, Carl's for like cook. seven bucks, <laughs> like seven We've bucks. We've been through many a Carl's yeah. Jr. drive throughs after shows yeah, you in can, LA. Right. You can get like a, you can get a two pound hamburger for $7 <laughs> and like I was lonely and like there was a Carl's Jr. and there was an El Pollo Loco and there was a Yoshinoya beef bowl just to drop all those LA restaurant names <laughs> and like they were so all cultured. What's that? You're so cultured. I'm so cultured. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> West Coast. And then like, the, with, like all that shit was like right next door. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's all I did. Is I just, I was just lonely and I ate and, um, and I just gained that weight and I got very like sad. And so, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. you can see like how that like 
would age a person absolutely temporarily. yeah i showed one of my friends and she was like old you looks like new you sugar daddy like, <laughs> that's a great description that is yeah. a very accurate description yeah that's, uh, wow 10 years apart 10 years that apart. is wow and how was telling your parents oh they they died oh so, so was, you didn't even have to do that it was actually very easy they were so very understanding like, as, as I'm trans, wait, like they okay. they they were dead before any of this happened my or, dad died um 2005 okay um, i wasn't even sure if i was going to transition at the time Okay. Um, my mom passed away when I was in this really horrible relationship. Oh no! And I mean, um, it was never a good time. For no, it's never a good time for that. But it was like it was like a triple whammy. Yeah. But like, I also knew that because my mom was sick for a long time, that I would, because I'm such like a, a dutiful child, like I would never like burden her. So I was like, I'm just gonna wait until she passes away, because I love my mom, and and I think that's I probably not the. That's probably not a lesson that people should, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, you, you shouldn't pause you yourself. You shouldn't pause your life for someone, for someone else. else. Absolutely. So it delayed yeah. you transitioning. It delayed my transition. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm not. Do you, do you do you? I mean, obviously, you know them very well. They're your parents. Yeah. Did you foresee a, not a good reaction? Oh, out of them. My mom, Filipino Catholic, schizophrenic. Absolutely oh, that's true. Yeah, 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 not yeah. is was and had. You should just roast your dad and incorporate that you were trans and transitioning yeah, into yeah. roast jokes. Just like, that just like. I don't know. Dad was so fat and just so disgusting as a man. I stopped being one. Hey, mom, how's it going? I'm like, <laughs> That's funny. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I could do it again, I would. But there, you know, this you make shitty choices in life, and like you have life to is, deal with them. Yeah, and but the best yeah. thing is you learn from them, and then yeah. you just you move forward. Yeah. 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 Do you remember the first sexual experience you had after you transitioned and were presenting as female? I did. Um, so there's this like sex party in in New York City. It, there's a lot actually. Yeah. Okay, um, but there is this there's a specific sex party for trans women and for men who admire trans women. Oh um, wow, and that's great because then you don't have to go through the yeah you don't have to go through of, right the rigmarole of all yeah, that yeah. And like I went to this thing, but it was the night of like some fucking boxing match. Mm-hmm. Wow. And like all the all the people, dudes were distracted. All the dudes were distracted oh by God. fucking boxing. And so and here all the I am. Women were like, "Hello." And so no, they weren't even there. It was just oh. me. It was me and like oh. the the bartender, and like this one guy. And we're just sitting there. And he looks at me. He says, "We're the only ones here. Do you want to fuck?" <laughs> and how ro- welcome to being oh, a woman. It's yeah. romantic. How and that, romantic. Yeah. How romantic. Romance all around. Romance the only all people around. in here you want to yeah. fuck. So I said, okay. Oh. And <laughs> damn, damn. Because that was hot? no. <laughs> I was there to fuck and like, <laughs> you know what? I guess I, I at least the first time presenting as a woman was accurate. Yeah, and how just, it is to be a woman. So I literally have a bit where I, of like lazy one-liners. This guy's like, uh-huh, "You're here, so yeah, uh-huh. here we go." I just yeah. Point at my crotch. It's like this mediocre dick. <laughs> it was. It was. It was actually. It was, I, this, this. This is actually very indicative of my entire like female career. Um, <laughs> indicative. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. And uh, that so, should be the name of your one-woman show. Yes. Indicative. indicative. Thank you. I, 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 thank you for that. I You're will, welcome. I'll put that in my back pocket. <laughs> uh, so. So we went back to the to the couches and and like we fucked. Um, and then he wanted to finish in my mouth, and instead of just letting me do it, he just like. 
he just like kneeled onto my arms and just like pushed it into my mouth. Oh, like, what a real female experience! Real really, were very yeah. accurate. Yeah, and it, it it gets it gets even more disappointing. Oh no! So, so he finishes it went off. A little... So he yeah. So he finishes off, and I was like, and I was like all right. Was he well, face fucking you? Face fucking. Oh yeah. god. Because he, he was like, he's, like cause, I, I can yeah, my house he's like, well. yeah, and he's just like, he's not hot at all, and he's just like, he's like. I'm like a fucking. Well, you made him feel like the sexiest yeah. man at the ball. Um, exactly, so. <laughs> and he's riding my face like a fucking saddle. And then, like, he finishes, and then, like, and then he's like, "So we're putting ourselves back together." And he's like, "So what do you do?" And I'm like, "Oh, um," and I didn't, I wasn't doing comedy at the time, so I was like, "Oh, you know, I, I work in, uh, in the internet. I work at this internet company." And he's like, "Oh, you know." I work at like Verizon, whatever FiOS, and then he just and he explains the fucking internet to me. Wow, he, you got the most woman experience. Yeah, the most woman experience. You got First mansplained time I, too. I got mansplained. I got I got face raped? Question mark. And <laughs> you got, you got face your face raped. Your, and your, your head was ridden like a saddle. Yeah. Someone, a man, explained the internet to you. Right. And, and then, then what else you do? And I got and I got like you want to like, fuck yeah. as like as like yeah. the pickup line. It was like bam, 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 and just taught me everything I needed to know right away. Oh my god. Have you, you ever regretted transitioning? Absolutely not. Great. Best, Good. Best decision of my life. I'm having Good. so much fun. I was like, if Good. you can get face fucked and mansplained and still be happy, still like it, then you really want to be out here. That's right. I've <laughs> That's... Already paid my dues. <laughs> and no one's ever done that to you when you before you transitioned. No. Hear that, yeah. everyone? Does it bother you at all? Um, because you, you explain a sex party as uh, trans women and men who admire trans women, does which, which seems a little fetishy. Like, do you ever? I, and I know that happens a lot from just yeah. people I uh, I know. I know. <laughs> does and that it's... bother you at all? Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, it is. It's hard. I um, because most of the guys that I date are just sort of into it for the body parts and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm of two minds about that because I want to have sex. I enjoy it. Yeah. So I will deal if they're hot or they're interesting or, you know, they're rich or whatever. If, they, if they're bringing something to the table, then let's then let's do this. Mm-hmm. If they suck, then they can go on. Um, what happened, though, is I ended up falling in love with a lesbian. Okay. She um, she lived in L.A. and I was visiting and then we ended up like connecting and then she came to visit me down here and then uh, she brought her strap on and like we spent fourth of july weekend and by the end of that i had been ridden really well because (laughs) i and this is important if i want to if there's anything i can impart on the sex positive broadcast right now the best fucks are soft witch lesbians they know what they're doing soft Witch. Soft butch lesbians. Oh, so I was like, soft butch. witch? Is that like so, a brownie no. with ice cream? Yeah, or? No. Soft butch Sorry, we got lesbian. Ben and Jerry's on the brain. Soft butch. Soft butch. Okay. What is a soft butch lesbian? I have so an idea. So a soft butch is is still demonstrably female, but has like masculine presentation mm-hmm. about her. So she... Got it. She wears a little eye makeup. She um, is like soft oh i usually touch. call that androgynous but yeah a little androgynous okay yeah. yeah that's my favorite type yeah i was just telling corinne how i think <laughs> yeah. um i guess i guess this is more butch but like butch women or so i would imagine soft butch women when a woman has a masculinity towards her i think it's so 
It's so fucking hot. Wait, is like so Ruby hot. Rose's so soft butch? Would we? Ruby Rose's oh, soft butch. Okay, yeah, Ruby Got Rose's it. soft she could. butch. Yeah, yeah she put could, stuff in my butthole. She could. This mm. whole room, I'm sure, she could just like just ride it out. Mm. All three of us. I have no doubt about that. But yeah, like, Ruby Rose. Face, I'll go. Yeah. yeah, if you want, if you would like it. If, if you're not, if you're I totally out there, it, it's okay. if you're out there, Ruby, she is one of the hottest <laughs> human beings on the planet. Absolutely. So that's that's. That's a little What's more. What's so good about soft butch lesbians that make them good at <laughs> fucking? I want to know more curious because I'm personally curious about it. Yeah. So the soft butch, it's like, it's like a good balance. They they, and like she was young too. She was like 25 or something like that. Mm, so nice. she's energetic. <laughs> and, a little pep in her step. And yeah, and she's she, still happy. And she and and she like saw me as like her like college professor that she always wanted to fuck i looked like one of her college professors wow oh. this is complex yeah and yeah. she was just really direct she with was, you she about was that really shit. direct about oh, me it's so hot we fucked within like two hours of meeting each other um, wow she, that's what what she, a chemistry she popped out the she popped out the lube she popped out the dildo she's like you are you ready for this like oh yeah i'm fucking ready for this oh my god you guys are on the same page yeah we were on the same page we were in her airbnb my head out the fucking window my head out the window getting fucked by oh soft butch lesbian. It was the most wonderful Why was your experience. head out the window? You need air? you need some breeze. <laughs> I don't know, actually. I would have to ask her. I'd have to ask her because she kept pushing me out the fucking window. That's oh, part of her kink. That's part of her kink. She's Almost dying. But, but just your head? Just How many like, stories up were you? We were on the first floor. Okay, so it's just, you. maybe just she wanted you to get, get a little, little fresh air. air. Get a little fresh air. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness. A little bit of breeze on me. But like, it was... <laughs> it was was there any, ever a point where you're like, you're trying to push me out the window? I... Yeah, actually, but like I was, I was <laughs> like on the first floor. I was What's feeling too good. That was like all this stuff was going on down here, and like I'm like, I'm and I'm like popping out into the, the world. <laughs> but um, but like this, she was energetic. She was a good, energetic fuck. She she oh. she could keep it up. Yeah, and she could keep it up as long as I needed it. But so her stamina was, was. Yeah, being twenty five is the natural Cialis. Yeah, and but like yeah. she was also like very consenty. She was like, "Is this good?" Do you want me to do oh, this? And that's do you, nice. And but they, in like a hot, sexy way. But in way. a hot, sexy way. Oh, not yeah, you like that. She nailed it. You like that, that Gina? Oh, yeah. Oh, just oh. like that, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Getting Guys. very excited over here. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So, okay. And then we were, and then like we were together for like a year. And like. Oh, how, wow. How did it end? She, um, it was too much. The distance was too much for her. Oh. And yeah, I, I got that. I got that. I was like, yeah, that's, in, that's, that's fair. That's fair. She had two kids from her from her previous marriage. They were in IVF kids, so mm-hmm. like um, gold star lesbian. So she never ah. even touched any of this business until oh, she wow. met me. And um, oh. that's so hot and sexy yeah. that she was just like, "Do you want like communicative and just down?" Yeah, just that's down. really cool. Corey and I were yeah. just talking about guys who won't fuck women when they're on their period. Oh, it's like, fucking bullshit. It's such bullshit. I lived with a when before I transitioned. I lived with a, a woman for four years. The bad relationship I mentioned, but oh, okay. But like we, but she, you know, menstruated and she did. She how did. Dare how, her. how disgusting! That's fucking nasty. How, how how dare she do that? And like, and we did stuff. I was not ever able to 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 fuck a girl as a guy. I'm kind of really? curious because my body would just not make any sense out of it. Like, it wait, was, so you, you were with a woman for four yeah. years? What'd yeah. What'd you do? I just went down on her a lot. And she oh, she knew I was trans. Bless you. She knew I was trans. So she. Oh. You had had that conversation. I had that conversation oh, before so we nice got that together. She, oh. So oh, really? Yeah. And then that's at least nice that you could kind of have just have oh. that honesty yeah. and everyone's fucking cool with it. So okay. She knew. So she knew. Um, she was the second person I ever came. I out mean, to. you went down on her good. So, so I, she yeah, didn't fuck. We, we were. 
and we would go down on each other and like i was okay with that but anytime that it, it required me to behave in like a masculine way mm. and that goes for like dudes it's not a matter of attraction yeah it's just a matter of my body just doesn't understand it but now that i am living and i want to i want to find this out and this is my this is my mission for the summer i want to try and fuck someone i don't care if it's a boy girl whatever but i have the means now i mm-hmm. have i have returned function the to pills. the bottom floor yes yeah. the boner pills are here what i want to find out is if my body will agree with it and if it doesn't that's not a big deal i'm not gonna i'm not gonna agree be with fucking a woman agree with fucking a woman mm-hmm. agree with fucking a man agree with agree with being the penetrative top well I think, oh um, okay gotcha do you find though like i i, I talked well like when we talked to jared last week for example yeah. he's a top yeah. And that's how he said he's got fucked twice and he one guy like he really liked but with me I, I when i fuck guys i'm every guy that i'm with is it's a different dynamic because yeah. some guys i could not imagine my one boyfriend chris before i'd uh this was years ago last boyfriend before steven he fucked me so it was the first time i ever had dirty sex and he slapped me and yeah. i slapped oh, him I love that. Yeah. and it was the only uh, uh, sexual relationship i ever had been in where it felt right that both of us were dominant with each other right. and then like when i was with steven i i was the sub a hundred percent and me hitting him or whatever being dominant with him it just didn't feel it did, yeah it wasn't right. right for that but so but so maybe it's the person it's, for you i it, exactly do you think it could be exactly so like there was this one my the couple I hooked up with in February. The guy was a little weird. I I tell this joke in my act about him yelling about uh, playing the Eagles on his Alexa because he did while we were <laughs> oh, fucking the band or football game the Eagles the band oh. <laughs> Hotel fucking California while we were fucking on his Amazon fucking Echo. And like it's so fucking disturbing, but like the girl there, she was. Yeah, that is an odd song to fuck. To. Yeah, it is not a fuckable song <laughs> for the first not. time. You're fucking. Oh yeah, yeah it's, it's like seven minutes like of like yeah, seven minutes of like fucking Don Henley. I know it's, it's you do not fuck to the sun. It does not happen. But um, but the girl was really cool, and like I just wanted him to go away. Mm-hmm. I just wanted him to go yeah. away, and like I wanted to play with her. And I was like, I would like to try and fuck this girl somehow. And I still have mm. her number. And um, I, I maybe just, he wants to watch. Maybe he wants he can to listen watch. to the Eagles in his earbuds. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So we we haven't hooked up since then. But you know that the door was not closed. Yeah. I have like the stuff now. I would like to try it. And if not them, then someone. I don't think that I want to fuck a man unless I'm in love with him. Okay. I don't feel like men are attractive to me in a passive way, but a girl, oh yeah. Hmm. Totally. That's awesome. Like god, sex sex is so much better when you have skills to communicate what you yeah, want. Absolutely. And when I was like in my 20s, I just didn't. I mean, I did I did in some instances, but there I just look back and think of so many times where I just I wanted something and I just nothing came out of my mouth and yeah. I went, okay, I'll do whatever you want. And, but when you can, when you can have a conversation with somebody who's also sexually open and be like, Hey, I want to stick a dildo up you and I want him to watch and jerk off to it. Is that something you'd be up to? Like just to be able to ask that without being like, Weird. is that okay? Yeah. It's just so nice. And I love that. I love having that. And I love having people in my life that I can do that with. And I have, a, yeah. I, I don't have a lot. I'm not like, I'm not like the sex real estate man. Not yet. <laughs> Let's Not catch yet. me in a couple of years. But um, but like I have the confidence now in in like myself to be like 
this is what I want and I will find the right person for that. There's a lot of, it's New York. There's a lot of people fucking in a lot of different ways. And oh yeah. That's I for sure. In a lot of different places. In a lot of different places. So there's a girl out there that wants to get fucked by a, a pretty trans woman that is feminine. Where can and we find you on the internet? Where can we find you <laughs> on the internet? I would like to talk to you. Just like there are plenty of men out there that want to fuck a pretty trans woman in the butt. I have no problem finding them. But <laughs> right. I'm always in, in always on the lookout for more. Um, but yeah, I, it's just it's just fun. It's like I just like it. It's it like, feels like sex where you can talk like that and, yeah. and just say what you want and ask the person. Just it feels like you're swimming in a blue ocean in Absolutely. a sunny day. Yeah. It just really <laughs> yeah. is a beautiful feeling. You're just you're you're at Fiji. You've got yeah. clear waters and it's beautiful. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. Um, so we have to wrap up, but I have one last question. Sure. Since it's you know we're, we're obviously we're two straight cisgender chicks yeah. and uh, hosting the show, but I think it's like in pride. If you're not part of the LGBTQ community, it's good to learn better ways to be an ally. Like that's like a time in June yeah. to like kind of revisit. Like, Absolutely. am I doing this? Am I just making uh, homosexuality about me? Do I just like this gay club and that uh, gay guys are good at shots? This is I'm projecting now. Yeah. Um, the only place <laughs> but, but Britney Spears honest. and Christina yeah. Aguilera and you know. Yeah, and so uh, I know, especially being trans, there's a lot of microaggressions that you probably um, experience throughout your day. Are there any things that you can maybe like? tell people uh that yeah that we're doing things that could be anxiety inducing ways to be more accepting or open or oh yeah totally um i don't have a personal problem with it because i present very feminine people generally get my pronouns right away mm -hmm. but i have a lot of friends that are that are like non-binary and they present in ways that are sort of in between and it doesn't matter what genitals they were given when they were born they're like i do not subscribe to the gender binary at all. Mm -hmm. um, and I would, but they tend to get gendered. I would just, if you're curious, if you're not sure, just ask. Because if someone is dressing that way, if someone is presenting themselves that way, it's, there's probably a reason behind it. And even if, even if the, even if like a, an androgynous woman presents as she, she will probably not be upset that you asked. She will probably be like, thank you for at least recognizing yeah considering that, that i may have like a story that more complicated than you're expecting um as far as me personally um i told and i tell everybody this like you know when you sit with me for a while you, you kind of forget the trans thing mm -hmm. um like i have kind of a deep voice i get that but um other than that i i think people just sort of like this it's just some chick that's really into herself and <laughs> posts a lot of naked pictures on the internet <laughs> just like every uh, else i fucking know but um <laughs> for me though i just i hate getting treated with kid gloves uh-huh i told the guy at that does like the roast battles and i've only done it a couple of times but i was like you know i, I want i don't want these fucking guys in this thing to be afraid to dig deep I will not do it if they don't dig deep because I don't so like to call you like a hot tranny mess. Like you're yeah, in, yeah, into exactly. it. It's disrespectful exactly. if you don't mess. call you a hot tranny exactly. mess in a roast battle because it's like, I'm not, yeah, don't yeah. treat me like don't I'm a piece of glass. Like, right. Don't well, it's like when you're like someone in the wheelchair in the front row of the comedy show and that's the only person you don't talk to. It's like, that's the person I talked to you first. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Scoots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Scoots. Scoots. You got, you got, 
You got amazing. Scoots and you got Lady Dick and you got you, know, you got the whole crew. Oh my God, Scoots and Lady Dick. Scoots That's like a new Dick. detective we're, show. We're fighting crime. Wow. This fall on CBS. That is ideal for a network because they're yes. like, oh, handicapped and trans. <laughs> Shit. Oh my God. Uh, so in all sincerity, where can we find you on the internet if you want to come see your shows, follow you on social or media? If you want yeah. some hot Lady Dick. Or if you want some, some hot, lady hot Lady Dick. dick. Yeah. So, respectfully ask, you know. Respectfully yeah. hot Lady Dick. Um, <laughs> So you can find me on Instagram at Gina Bloom. Um, How do you spell that? My spelling is J-E-E-N-A-B-L-O-O-M. You can find me on Twitter at Hey Gina Bloom. That is H-U-Y and then J-E-E-N-A-B-L-O-O-M. Um, look me up on Facebook. I have a public profile. I don't remember what it's called. Um, it's just Gina Bloom. It's I just think, Gina Bloom. I, yeah. The spelling's sure. unique, yeah. The spelling is unique. So just make sure that you it's with a J, two E's, an N, and an A. Um, oh, and yeah. you chose a unique spelling. I does it. That's a name I gave to myself. As someone who did not choose a unique spelling, and, that's yeah. an interesting ob- thing to observe. But did you? Is it because you liked the name Gina, but you wanted to kind of like pay homage? Like, um, like it's because I had because my entire family is people with J's in their first name. Oh, very Kardashian. And we had like hmm. a bunch of like girl names that were already taken or or, or closely taken. Like I could not pick anything related to Jennifer because that's my my older sister's name mm. i could not pick anything related to jacqueline because that's my younger sister's name and um and then my trans brother i could not pick anything related to his old name because yeah it would just rude. be fucking weird yeah. yeah so i had to pick, pick some, another one so i just and then i was like oh gina with the fucking j cool i can do that i like it it looks good too visually yeah, yeah it's it's fun I, i've really come to appreciate it um but yeah that's where you can find me uh i perform i don't you know all over new york we all what's what we always say Colleges and clubs, you know, all that shit. Yeah, but, well, you post yeah. about it, though, right? Yeah, I post about it obsessively. Oh, Good. there you go. That's a you, totally. self-promotion. You even, absolutely need even it. Even if it's like, even if it's a stupid lesbian bookstore with four people in it. <laughs> Those are the favorite shows. I will make a fucking noise about it. You can find me. Absolutely. I love it. Well, thank you so much for thank joining you. us. This has been Guys We Fucked, the anti-slut shimming podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. My vaccine, recurring zombies dream, illuminate hallucinations, burn into the back of your mind. I want to love you, feel the undercover touch that makes you feel all right. I want perception, feel the indiscretion that you bring me what I want is your body And what I need is your body That was today's episode of Guys We Fucked, the anti-slut shaming podcast. And support for today's show comes from Ben and Jerry's, known for creating euphoric ice cream with quirky and unique flavor combinations and delicious chunks and swirls throughout. And now with the new Mooforia flavors, digging into a bowl or carton of your favorite treat is even sweeter because at 140 to 160 calories per serving, Mooforia is the lightest way to enjoy all the euphoria of Ben and Jerry's. Available in three amazing flavors including chocolate milk and cookies caramel cookie fix and pb dough try them all go to store.benjerry.com to have new mooforia light ice cream delivered to you 
This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.